Introducing new Moth Be Gone. Welcome back to WETT The Splash, the home of all your naughty little secrets. We are live from the scene of the accident, and the death toll has climbed to a staggering rate. Welcome back. The lights went off, but they're back on, motherfucker. Yeah, we actually got the plug pulled on us for the yeah. first time ever. <laughs> Look, we, we we had to take a, a not-so-sweet-but-needed hiatus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We've been doing this for years, and, you know, sometimes shit happens. Oh, yeah. And yeah, we finally yeah. took a vacation. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, uh, the amount of uh, stress that was building up on the family, bro, yeah. you know, we yeah. just, you know, things had to happen. Well, you know what well, I'm saying? Well, here's the thing, too, is I, I really admire Tim Dillon. Tim Dillon, yeah. he's one of my favorite comedians and mm-hmm. podcasters today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a long list of people that I would call my favorites. Sure, uh, but sure. but Tim Dillon, he took off a week from podcasting. You know, he took a little hiatus. And I want to mirror him. So we took off three. Yeah. Because we, we're better. By 300% yeah. increase. We're in, Tim Dillon times three. Times in, three weight. A, <laughs> times three gay. Yeah. Yes. Like all of it. Yeah. With yeah, the yeah. amount of gay porn on City Bumpkins that yeah. there's every Tuesday. Yeah. Well, not I these never, past Tuesday. I but, never see know. fisting on the Tim Dillon show. No. <laughs> I never no. see two men fisting you, each other. Yeah, you never see fisting three or four weeks in a row yeah. on a Tim, Dill- Tim Dillon show. I'm just show, saying, Tim know? Dillon like, says that he's gay, but we've but watched male gangbangs. I, <laughs> I, and, like, and like actually commentated. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm surprised that uh, people haven't said anything otherwise. You yeah, know? right? Like, it's just I don't know. Tim Dillon needs to uh, you know up his game a little yeah, bit, bro. Yeah. Like uh, if you really want to uh, expend, expect that you're gay, bro. Like you gotta show it, bro. Yeah, you gotta you know? do some leather stuff. <laughs> yeah, something tight. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Like I, I just we want to see it. Show Tim. the coochie every now and we then. We want to see it, and I want to participate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well let's oh, let's man. get this ad read out of the way. Black tie CBD. You know, the other day I was visiting an old coworker's uh, mm-hmm. place, and he he's got a son. He's like 13, mm-hmm. uh, maybe 12. He's small, but he's definitely like, he looks like he's going to start fucking soon. So, <laughs> and apparently this kid. He's gotten the listen, son. I got you something. He's, he's got, got the vibe. Con- box yeah. condoms for he, time he's, he's got the vibe of a 12-year-old yeah. that's already gotten high before. Yeah. Uh, okay. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah. So, my buddy, you know, we're hanging out and we're getting stoned. And he's telling me, like, that his kid's fucking up in math. And that he's just not great at it. Math. Yeah, yeah. math. You know what I'm saying? Well, even though one day he'll be addicted to meth. So, <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah is the math class. So I went in. I was like, so well, what's up with him? Like, is he not good? Like, I could probably help him, right? Like, it's just, it's fucking like sixth grade math. Sure. You know, so I'm I'm pretty confident. Mm. I go into this kid in, in his room, not into into him. But <laughs> I, I, I did not think that. <laughs> and now I am. <laughs> I go oh, in. My- I go I go into his room. The kid's name is Billy. <laughs> Billy's over here fucking trying to do his homework. You know what I'm saying? Which yeah. I was impressed by. Okay. Because I immediately, I was like, this kid's he's not committed. Gonna be, you know, he's not going to be doing his fucking homework. Like, mm-hmm. he's bad at math. Why mm-hmm. would he even be trying? Mm-hmm. So he's in there, and I, I like, I ask him, and he shows me his book. And I was like, here, let me try this, bro. And I took a little bit of uh, black tie CBD, mm-hmm. and I, I, I rubbed it on the back of his neck while he was reading. Mm-hmm. And now... I'm not allowed at my old coworker's house anymore. 
Oh, what the <laughs> fuck? Lactose CBD. Ten percent off if you use the code Thick One. Whoa! <laughs> completely left field. <laughs> you want to get yourself on a list? Thick One. Lactose CBD. Ten percent off? Question mark. <laughs> It's an express okay. ticket to hell. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's an okay. You know, did did there have any repercussions beyond uh uh the kid's good at math now, you know, I think. Like, uh, I don't fucking know. Oh but, yeah. Is he successful? Okay, okay. Well here's the thing. I tried calling my buddy back to see if he was all right and he just he just swore a lot and he hung up the phone. If it was like a TV show with subtitles, <laughs> it would say indistinct chatter. <laughs> <laughs> he just oh fucking, my god! Like Thai CBD, folks. If you've got a problem, it will probably help you. Thick Here's one. the thing: if you if you look up any issue, pick an issue that you have with yourself, Google it, and then the word CBD next to it, and it's gonna say fixes that shit. Mm-hmm. So use Black Thai CBD, ten percent off. They got good shit. Thick one. Fuck you. Uh, eat your potatoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, uh, it's interesting too that um, uh, how effective lactose CBD can be, bro. It is. You know? It is. You know, like, like, you know, I mean, I've I've made jokes about it, like, you know, rewelding together a car door that a tractor <laughs> went through, but in reality, like, it is super good. Yeah. Like, no, it is legit award winning. You yeah, know, I, mean, I know we have it like legitimate. Oh yeah, uh, talked about black tie CBD on a one to one. You know. Yeah, yeah. But it actually is pretty good. I rec- I only bring it up because I recently had some more again. Yeah. Um, because the the wife got some recently. The um, the shine uses it all and, the time. Uh, yeah, it's great. Honestly, yeah. like it's a it's a comfortable. Uh, smoke all the way through you yeah. know like a lot of times in when you smoke right uh-huh. um you can get really uh if it's not a good i guess dispensary mm-hmm. um you get stuff that smokes harshly and it's leafy you know and it's not trimmed up all the way and uh like you get quality bud with black tie you know and every time i've smoked their joints and rolled a joint from their actual bud yeah um Every single time, like, I don't cough and die nearly as much, you know, like, because I always cough. I just, like, let's just, I just, my body don't like it. No, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, but with Black Tide CBD, like, I definitely, it's an easier smoking yeah. experience, yeah. you know, um, and I definitely get a for real calming effect, you know, mm. whereas some other CBD places you sort of do, kind of, you know, like, yeah. it's, it's more, I feel like I'm just smoking a fucking, like, I might as well be vaping, you know, like, I've, sometimes. Usually when I smoke CBD, I feel like I just threw money away. Yeah. Usually, mm-hmm. here's something, here's a very cold reality about CBD. If somebody hands me a CBD joint, mm-hmm. and they're like, and like, unlit, right, and they're just like, you can have this one, mm-hmm. you know, try it later, I'm never going to light that joint. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. But with black tie, I've... I've smoked their joints before mm-hmm. and felt good. Like I've smoked them while sober and mm-hmm. felt good. Yeah. Um. The the uh, the shatter that they made. Oh yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah. we weren't gonna dab that shit. That's strange. But you know what we were doing? Me and the shine. We were we were uh, putting it in Red Bulls and Gatorades. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah like okay. dosing ourselves with it because, like, I don't know. Like, uh, some people just prefer dabbing. I get that, right? And like. You know, it, it's kind of fun to do and all that shit, but it's it, it's not the best. Not for me. I, right. I cough too hard. So when you give me something like Shatter, 
or wax, it's like, I don't even want it. Even if it's pot, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But with the black tie, like, it was such high quality. We were like, fuck this. Like, I'll eat it. <laughs> like, yeah. at, at one yeah. point, at one point, I remember taking the little jar and, and like, salt shaker splashing it onto my tongue. <laughs> And like then it's chasing it like with it's a fucking pop rocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I just wanted it in my body. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it has real legit real yeah. calming effects. Yeah, you, was, know? Uh, you know, I was talking to uh the shine the other day. Uh mm-hmm. shout out to him. Word. I, I don't see him almost at all since since yeah, he left. We were going to and then, you know, like vacation had to happen, bro. Yeah. But like, you know, it's like we did the show together with him for hundred and eighty six, hundred and eighty five episodes plus mm-hmm. uh Plus the Hangover crew, which was like 20 or 30 when we did right. morning radio. Right. Uh, so I always saw him mm-hmm. every week mm-hmm. for, you know, three years. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then since he's left, I don't see him ever. Right. Because he's a busy man. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's nothing, you know, there's, we're still like, you know, close buds. It's like we don't miss a beat. But sure. he's super busy. Our schedules don't really align. Mm. Uh, so, and like before that, I only really ever saw him when we recorded. Right, right. You know, so so it's not weird that I don't see him. Sure. Uh, but the other day he came by the house for you know twenty thirty minutes. He was oh, just, cool. Yeah, he was just picking something up, and uh, we we're standing in the driveway talking like old men because he's got a ring camera. The he has the ring cameras with the floodlights, uh-huh. and he's got a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was looking into getting some cameras myself, so like I came by his place and. Uh, I looked at them and I really liked them. So then I fucking wired in my own. And then he came by and like, you know, so like we're two old men. We're looking at mine, <laughs> talking about his, show, yeah. showing oh, each how, other our video feeds. Oh, my God. Oh, how times have changed, bro. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, you'd think we have kids <laughs> like the way that we talk. Like, oh, fuck, yeah. man. Uh, you just gave me like anxiety. Just like fucking. <laughs> I need some black knight CBD right fucking yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, such an old man oh thing to my do. God, Check out dude. my feed. I think like, I just saw like an image of my child right in front of me for a second. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's in the other room in. right now. And, <laughs> this is, no! This is an hour and a half a week. I no! don't deal with him. <laughs> uh, fucking, it's another day that I just ignore him with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck, yeah, man. Yeah, I, was talking to, so I was talking to Shine, and he was saying like he still smokes black tie regularly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, one, because like he's known... He's known the owner of that company since before it yeah, was a company. Yeah, the homies, yeah. Uh, could, and the owner, shout out to him. I won't say your name because I don't know if we're supposed to, but he's nah, fucking awesome. No, no, no. He's fucking awesome. He's a great guy. I've been to his place. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did uh, episode. We did two episodes of the show with him, I think, or just one. Yeah. Uh, so, like, Mike smokes it all the time, and he fucking loves it. Because he can't smoke weed because of work. Sure, sure. Uh, I'm sure it uh, fulfills the oral fixation, too, that we all definitely have from yeah. smoking. Well, you know? he, he's also, he's the type to, the, for anxiety. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah Just like yeah. many people, I think mm-hmm. one thing that bonded him and I a lot was the anxious mm-hmm. mood that we would have. Certainly. Uh, yeah, yeah. And when you can't smoke weed when you're an anxious person, and weed yeah. was always the answer to yeah. your anxiety, then your anxiety just festers. Especially now that your body, like chemically like relies on that yeah. when you have an anxious reaction yeah you know? well like imagine imagine you broke your wrist right mm-hmm. like you clean broke that shit off mm-hmm. and you had some weird fucking thirty thirty two pill you know from a thousand years from now mm-hmm. that can fix it in 20 seconds flat 
Mm-hmm. Like when Harry Potter got his shit destroyed in like whatever the second movie yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. And he and somehow just, just yeah. not became a they pile just, of pudding. Yeah, they took like the fucking bones out of his arms and something like that. <laughs> and oh, then they grew, yeah, grew. that's right. Yeah. Oh, Shout out to Harry Potter. Jesus. But, uh, uh, and I watched the new one, Dumbledore's Gay, but we'll talk about that in a minute. But imagine, <laughs> so imagine you broke your arm wow. and you had a pill to just fix it, right? And okay. it just goes away. Sure. And like you're like a professional athlete, so injuries happen. Mm-hmm. So you get an injury, you take your pill, it goes away. You get another one, it goes away. And then finally one day you get like a a, a bad one and you're out of pills. I think yeah. I think that's what it's like when you have anxiety and you always had something to alleviate it, mm-hmm. like marijuana, mm-hmm. and then now the pot's gone. Right. Now it's like, oh, this is a real injury and there's no way to fix it and I'm mm-hmm. going to be dealing with this. Mm-hmm. And it's going to get worse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, well, especially when the answer's been so easy for so long. I think yeah. that's also like the killer for it too, yeah. which forces people inevitably back to the miracle pill or yeah. weed. You, you know? Yeah, because you become kind of careless because you yeah. know that the answer's there. Right, it's and like, it's yeah. not even, I wouldn't say it's a bandage, you know, yeah. but it's also, like, not a permanent solution, you know? It's a it's a, like, it's a temporary stimulant, right? Yeah. Just like nicotine, like, I remember when I was really into cigarettes, mm-hmm. like, when we were 18, 19, I think mm-hmm. is when I started smoking. Yeah, and you went through it to fucking quit that shit, too. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. a nightmare. Yeah, but, uh, different kind of fucking addiction, for sure. But it was, like, and that people who have been addicted to nicotine will understand this sure. thoroughly. Sure, It is, like, a solution to everything kind yeah. of button oh yeah if you're mad you take a hit of a cigarette if mm-hmm. you're overjoyed you go have a celebratory cigarette if you're full yeah. you have a cigarette you just got laid you have a cigarette yeah. you're depressed yeah. you have a cigarette that's real addiction like that's, it's yeah, it's yeah. a it's a in the moment stimulant that's mm-hmm. just like it's like it's a reward button you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah 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 uh so yeah it's 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 weird when you were so reliant on one and now it's gone. Yeah. And, and it, luckily for The Shine, mm-hmm. uh, knowing the owner of Black Tie CBD and the fact that there's yeah. companies like Black Tie CBD that take such care of their product, mm-hmm. he gets that miracle pill back, right? Right, right. Like he can, he's not getting high, mm-hmm. but he at least gets something that like. Because it gets the calming effect. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, his yeah. job, I think, sucks. Right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tr- it's it's in the trades, just like every, you know, just like yeah. you, you know, yeah, like yeah. it's not an easy job. Yeah. You know? So you know, it's it does a lot of good things for people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think CBD is probably good for everyone. Yeah, certainly. You know, and it's uh, it's I think it depends. Also, though, I still tread on the side of addiction. You know, because yeah. habits are uh, are you know an addictive thing for many people because yeah. there's not many people have a uh, an addictive personality, you yeah. know, um, but the to the same vein of uh, one of the reasons why I'm uh, decreasing my recreational smoking to only when I'm with my homies again, you know, um, because it's to your just like you were saying before, it's like Pavlov's dog kind of thing where like I'm conditioned now at this point to smoke marijuana every single day at any moment I get, you know. Yes. And that's a problem to me because now it's a, I'm in a scenario where it's a necessity and no longer a recreational for fun thing, right? Uh, and for me, that's walking the line of addiction, yeah. you know? I think people really do underestimate the chemical computer that is our bodies you know yeah. like it's uh everyone thinks that they're mr willpower oh i'll get to it tomorrow i'll get to it tomorrow i'll get this whatever uh, uh i'm 
what you know i can do whatever you know it's not an issue right but then they wait for so long to where their body chemically warps and changes based off of your subconscious and your choices right because there's there's when taking uh nicotine hit not only all is, is there like the nicotine addiction but there's the dopamine addiction to realizing i'm about to go smoke weed or i'm about to go smoke uh, a cigarette you yeah. know yeah, yeah, yeah. there's many layers of chemical addiction that occurs in our because you know we're we're trained to do things that we like as a, an animal you know which mm. we all know right um to, to survive right uh and when you're talking about addiction, you know, um, I think you have to look at it in all forms to be honest, you know, and I think that's what I went through uh, this past couple weeks too, going on vacation is that realizing, oh, fuck, I'm spending way too much money on weed and f- I'm smoking it for no reason. There's no yeah. reason I should be smoking seven to eight joints in one sitting unless I'm fucking Snoop Dogg and I'm making millions of dollars and I can just hang out and be a fucking baller, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. like... There's many things I could be doing right now, not smoking eight joints in one sitting when I'm are I was high five joints ago, you know, and being productive doing something else, right? Yeah. And it's acknowledging that that that's a cycle, you know. So like CBD, um, I think is really important for people who have anxious and need that, uh, or they have anxiety and they need that like that. Uh, relief when things are at the extreme you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I always would still tread carefully with anybody on like addiction in any form food sugar you know like recognize the patterns you yeah. know um, but that's to be said that C- uh, black tie CBD now I'm gonna contradict myself is so nice to fucking smoke yeah, if there <laughs> like, is something you're gonna be addicted to like, yeah, like, would... well yeah there's everyone has one or two addictions yeah. you know but like, man, dude, like, uh, it's I'm just so sketched out now. Now that yeah. I've, I'm like, I'm way more. I think I've always recognized addictions, you know. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm way more. It's way more in front of my face now. Yeah. And I'm like seeing it everywhere, and I'm like, shit, fuck, shit, fuck. Ah, oh, bad habits. Yeah. No, you know, yeah, like. Yeah. Uh, so I that's don't... why I, I personally, though, to combat my weed smoking, you know, I do actually want to turn to black tie, you know. Yeah. Um. Because there is a lot to be said about smoking on your downtime when you have that downtime and unwinding and relaxing all the way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very important. It isn't something you should be doing all day, every day, you know? So, like, Saturdays for me is probably going to be my sacred days where I do all my chores, I'm productive, and then the last half of my day I smoke some CBD and I just chill the fuck out, yeah. you know? I think that is an extremely healthy use of cbd smoking or just smoking in general i guess you know i'm kind of in a camp where i don't know that i'll ever not be addicted to something sure i I already i know i have the addictive personality Mm -hmm. it runs super deep in my family mostly with alcoholism Mm -hmm. and nicotine Mm -hmm. so not being addicted to those feels like a win yeah but also it's all about is if you feel like you're or you not even if you feel because people are blind to their own shit right it's all about whether or not that addiction is causing issues in your day-to-day mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and one thing i've That's noticed true. one thing i've noticed with pot because i've always, i'm i'm always been on the line of whether or not it's addictive on both sides because mm-hmm. part of me will say yes mm-hmm. because every day i get high as soon as i wake up 
And then, you know, I'm sober for a big chunk of the day because I work. Right. But other than that, as soon as I get home, I'm high again. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then if I, on my days off, I don't see sobriety. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just, you know, like, I'm just, I keep a steady high throughout the yeah. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I smoke a, out of a bong. Mm-hmm. So, like, and, like, my I just buy, like, cheap ounces. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm always high, for sure. And I'm definitely, like, anxious when I can't be, you know what I'm saying? If it's like, I definitely notice it's like, I'll go get food and I need to get high first. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, or, you know, it's like, or like I'm about to go do errands. I got to hit a bowl. I'm about to go have fun. Got to hit a bowl. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with the cigarette. Like if I'm going to do anything, I'd rather be stoned yeah, when be, I do it. Yeah. It's a prerequisite. So yeah. that would say addiction is definitely real. But I would also say, when it came to quitting or taking tolerance breaks, I've never had a, my body's never had a real reaction. Yeah, yeah, See, yeah. See, yeah. with nicotine, it took me a month of just, like, intense exercise mm-hmm. and anger yeah. and paranoia. And, like, it was like a real, mm-hmm. it felt like a real flushing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? With alcohol, it could kill you. With a lot of drugs, it, it, it the addiction, like, coming off of them, there's withdrawals. With weed, there really isn't any. No, There no. is the anxious feeling in the beginning where you're just like, oh, no, I can't get high. That's a thing. Right. But if you if you set yourself to not get high, mm-hmm. there isn't, like, a your body's not going to go, oh, fuck you, now you're sick for right. three days. Right, right. So that's where I teeter-totter mm-hmm. on whether or not it's addicting. Mm-hmm. I do think it is a... Uh, what, what do they call it when they say it's like a door opener for oh, other things? a gateway drug? Gateway drug. I do think it's a gateway drug. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I remember thinking you're that... you're chasing a, the dragon. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah. thinking back in the day, like, uh, you know, like, no, it's not a gateway drug because you always reset to weed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it definitely opens you up to try other things. Right. Which, you know is, what the, which is what a gateway drug is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, uh-huh. like... Like, uh, okay, so, like, let's take, like, an opiate, right? Like, your doctor mm-hmm. prescribes you, like, Norco, sure. right? We can call that a gateway drug because that'll open you up to heroin, right? Yeah, certainly. We won't direct you to a certain drug. No. But it'll get you used to having your mind... Uh, numbed. S- numbed. Yeah. And get you used to stepping out of that comfort zone of control. Right. To where you're maybe more willing and susceptible to try other ones. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as far as like addiction goes, like it is weird because like I definitely feel like 100% like, oh fuck, I don't have any weed. I can't get high today. Fuck today. Yeah. But then at the same time when I'm like, all right, I'm done with it. I'm fine. Like you just walk around. I also notice you have probably three more hours in your day if you don't smoke weed. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Because of time spent packing the bowl smoking the bowl cleaning the bowl yeah then you're also like it's downer you know it's you're getting serotonin released into your body so you are less likely to want to do something that requires you to have your energy back up you know yeah Um, now how do you how do you feel about this i heard that they're gonna take that they're taking the acts to take weed off of the schedule one narcotics list Oh, interesting. Meaning it, it won't even be a schedule. It won't even be on the list anymore. It won't be a schedule two or three. Like, yeah. it's getting completely taken off. If this bill passes, which I think it's halfway through, like, the Senate passed it and now we need the House or some mm-hmm. weird shit like that. But pretty much federally, completely taking it off the list. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, my mind says, okay, weed's caffeine. 
Right. Right? Like, you know, like, just the way people are kind of hyped up on caffeine all day. Mm -hmm. Some people are stoned all day. Uh, which is only really, you know, in certain spots. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. mm -hmm. we're we're in an area where that's normal, mm -hmm. where people are taking edibles and going to work. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, where people yeah. are. It's so commonplace now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, so. you know, when we were kids, like, if somebody got high, like, that was like a thing. Yeah. Like, dude, that guy smokes weed. Yeah, yeah, certainly. It was, it was viewed... Uh, uh, not just as a gateway drug, but as like a heavy duty, like you're doing something crazy right now. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah, it's hard because with the addiction thing, like you were saying, I agree with you that it's less a physical, chemical, like, because there is a chemical addiction happening with weed because it's a combination, I'd say, I'd argue, the dopamine rush of yeah. I'm about to smoke and I'm smoking, you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then the weed gives you serotonin, right? Yeah. Downer, right? So it's combating those two addictions, but those are not as violent nearly uh, as a the physical reaction and withdrawals that you get from nicotine, right? Because yeah. nicotine a, is a... I don't think nicotine is naturally made in the body. I think that's a foreign chemical. Yeah. So the demand for it in the body is way higher uh, because it, the body can't make it, right? Uh, thinking about this, I guess, scientifically. Um, yeah. So. Where the chemicals we give you, your your brain's already producing it. You're, yeah. We's just kind of like opening the door and saying, let some out. Right. You might, your body might stop producing as much because you smoke so much weed yeah. and you get that sure yeah, you know which causes um, you know less intense dreaming but again i i would i would suggest i would argue that is not nearly as uh, a chemical deep as a chemical addiction as nicotine is right yeah. so when when you consider something like banning it right uh where you have this environment where alcohol uh and alcoholism is a very real addiction yeah. you know um uh, there is addictions with um, a variety of caffeine, food addiction, you sugar. Know? You got to kind of look at like the habits of people, you yeah. know, um, and it's like 50 50 dog. I feel like, you know, because yeah. again, you have people who will abuse it and eventually start chasing the dragon, you know, yeah. uh, and start doing other drugs, which I feel like is a smaller percentage, really, you yeah. know, um, and then you have the other half of people who can smoke every single day tons and tons of weed and then still be high functioning yeah or which i think we're kind of in the boat of that right 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 because you got to also understand like everyone's definition of high functioning is different right yes and like everyone's ability to survive so to speak or float or sail your ship while high is different right mm -hmm. so uh bringing the example of snoop Dogg again he could be loaded off of his mind you know yeah. and before he was a millionaire he could pump out fire records he could pump out like uh any kind of business deals and like in the music industry right like yeah. he, knew, he knew what he was doing yeah. right and that's not to say just because he can do it that everybody can do that some people when they smoke they can't do shit you know even so, what he can do a lot of sober people can't do to be right, fair right like I, that one that one might not be whether or not no, with I weed, still like think, i still think that's a proper example i o only because i know where, where you where you're going with that and i only because that it the extremes is is the example you yeah, know yeah, it's yeah. it's the the fact that, that there is variance and a wide variety in between the snoop dog and the guy who literally has no drive in his life and talent to do anything and just does nothing yeah. you know like there's so much variance in the middle of those two extremes yeah. that i can't 
really confidently say I would classify it as a damage, such a damaging drug and life ruining drug that it should be a narcotics uh, list. What we would need to see is we need to see a Snoop Dogg. Versus a version of himself that isn't smoking. That weed. would be interesting. It would need to be a uh, yeah. uh, musically inclined entrepreneur. Yeah, that doesn't that stays sober, and they yeah. get to see where they go. And then they maybe do the adverse. Yeah, uh, get them super fucking ruined on uh, weed, whatever yeah. you know, and uh, and see where they go. You know, because again, like it, it's the human mind and. Just how we function, it, it just there's so many variables in reaction to weed. You know, yeah. like there's the really creative people who are smoking. There's people who get who are like high strung, but they calm way the fuck down and yeah, they're super yeah. vibey. There's the people who are like you would never know they're fucking high. You yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. there's whereas nicotine smoking. Uh, I know that's not on the narcotics 101. You know, but it's one of the fucking uh addiction things as far as the theme here yeah nicotine it's not quite unanimous but it is a very very consistent uh physical harm to the uh like as far as like how humans react to the lack of nicotine you know it's super consistent so i think because the wide variables in which weed or pot really um uh uh is negative to the body you know um the list really is like it's bad to smoke it because anything smoke in your lungs is bad. Smoke period. is bad, butane you know? and all that. Uh, and then the addictions based off of who you are as a person, whether yeah. it's personality addiction or the serotonin and dopamine addiction, yeah. right? And that the list kind of stops there. Can we talk about you know? hemp wick people? What? Can we talk about hemp wick people? Hemp wick people? Yeah. If oh, like people who make like wick shit like this. Yeah, out people. Of, uh, people who use those uh-huh. these hemp wicks uh-huh. like it's like a gospel savior to life oh yeah like they're doing a every favor single to the one world. of them can yeah. suck my dick yeah <laughs> first of all smoking is smoking yeah yes it is okay yeah you didn't get the butane from the direct flame of your lighter eat my fucking balls okay yeah, yeah. that's like getting hit by a bus yeah and the only difference is with the hemp wick yep. that your left arm didn't get hit when the rest of your body was crushed. <laughs> yeah okay you yeah. cunts that's- like okay like <laughs> You seriously think you're alleviating that yeah. much damage by yeah. lighting a fucking piece of fucking you're already putting smoke candle you. first? You yeah. Cunt? yeah, yeah, no. yeah. No, a hundred percent true. With people That's, piss me off. It's true, you know, yeah. because smoking is smoking. Period. Yeah. When people like try to go, oh, like weed is better, like for your body, th- to your body than like like cigarettes yeah. are, or or uh, what is that hookah? You know, yeah. I'm like smoke is smoke, dog. Hip wicks like, are fucking wallet chains for hippies. Yeah, yeah. Dude. I fucking hate them. You know, <laughs> I, I, uh, they're in the same boat as people who try to justify that smoking is like yeah. not bad for you at all, then it only has health benefits. I'm like, dog, like yeah, unless you nuts. are eating like, you know, like mm. edibles only yeah. and like doing topicals or guests, you know, smoke is bad. Period. Yeah. Like smoke is smoke, dude. Smoke is smoke. Like dude, if you're like coughing, this... it's obviously not supposed yeah. to be in there. No. You know? <laughs> now yes, like if you put it up against hookah or cigarettes, it's not as bad. Sure. But again But that's not what we're arguing. How many limbs are getting hit by the bus? Yeah. <laughs> we're getting yeah. hit by a bus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It doesn't right. matter. Yeah, at this point, yeah. lung cancer is lung cancer. Your torso is taking the damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah All right. dude. Oh man. So no, I fucking hate it. Like I like I like playing with a hemp wick. Mm-hmm. Like yes, that's cool. But when somebody's like, like 
douchey about the fact that they have one. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And then like they like scoff when you hit the bowl with like a regular lighter. Yeah. Or light a blunt with it. It's yeah. like, oh, eat yeah. dick. Yeah, you fucking pretentious How fuck. How dare you? Yeah, I didn't know there was a status symbol with yeah. this shit. Jesus uh, Christ. I, the, yeah. Oh, oh. I think it, it goes into a larger group of people that I hate. Which is drug etiquette people. Oh, I, people who gatekeep. Oh my yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. Christ. Yeah. Cokeheads yep. that have technique. You yeah, know what I'm you're saying? doing it wrong. You're not getting the right high. It's like, what the fuck, yeah, dude? Yeah, like the diameter on your fucking $1 bill straw isn't big enough. Like, suck my <laughs> dick. Dab, oh, dab people? Dab people are the fucking worst. Oh, I yeah. I hate dab if etiquette. If you don't stab, uh, then you don't smoke weed Bro, properly or some shit. Hear, hear me know? out. I took I got into the dab phase back in like maybe We all did, yeah. Certainly. 2013, Me 2014, too. back when right before Ben Wilson died. Yep. And his fucking collection skyrocketed in value and yep. the culture took off. Yeah. Uh <laughs> like I played a lot of League of Legends then. Oh yeah. But like <laughs> we got we got really in the dabs when dabs kind of entered pop pop culture. Right. And mm-hmm. so me and my buddies, we all got our own rigs, you know what I'm saying? Like the well, all the this, perks and yeah, shit. Yeah. This yeah. is before they were even using like quartz a lot. You oh. know what I'm saying? Like mostly people were using titanium still. Yeah. Which is horrible yeah, for you. Yeah, bad for your fucking body. It starts body. to oxidize immediately. Mm-hmm. It's it's mm-hmm. it's and that's going into your fucking bloodstream. It's so stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh like I would get dabs and I would fucking take my torch and I'd heat up the nail and then as soon as it wasn't red I would put my fucking dab on it, and I would get high. Yep. Because that's what I'm here to do. Yep. Yep. I'm here to get, get high. Ripped. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get one of these fucking glass castle cunts <laughs> who who try to come out here and throw stones. Yeah. Like like they're some upper echelon of fucking crankheads. Yeah. yeah. Who are like no like. You need to heat it up until it's approximately 180, no, oh, like 193 degrees Celsius, which is like 684 Fahrenheit. Yeah. It needs to be this shade of red exactly. And then you have, to be set, vaporized you have to set completely. a timer for one minute and 48 seconds and fucking sing the, dick, the chorus to carry on my wayward son. <laughs> when you hit it, <laughs> when you fucking hit it. <laughs> yeah. When you hit it, you're supposed to take the (laughs) you're supposed to take the whole fucking dab, and then you (laughs) blow it out. You're not supposed to cough because you did it right, and then you take a Q-tip, and you you clean out the little the little nail where you just took your dab. Yeah, and you you know you clean out the little pearl ball, and your little fucking top hat thing, and that's a whole process. And if you skip one little part especially the chorus fucking screeching yeah like <laughs> oh yeah you're like you're a fucking animal it's what are like, you doing what are you yeah. doing it's like, like hey what the fuck dude? aren't we getting high yeah i thought we're having a good time what are we doing yeah why? <laughs> you're stressing me out we're dude. not developing houses <laughs> i didn't just put two bathrooms in the same hallway within 10 feet of each other yeah yeah dude. i'm trying to get high yeah i don't need your shit yeah i'm trying to watch a movie hey, hey you're did stressing I... me out Oh, that's way too hot. Hey, did I puke blood? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. No, I think yeah. I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. It's like we're smoking fucking, like, literally, sh- we're Bro, smoking. People, we're people, smoking. People think we're smoking meth. Yeah. When Dab's got it first yeah. big, yeah. anybody over 60 thinks you're smoking meth. Yeah, I, anybody who smoked a lot of weed then, you yeah. know, even they were like, oh, shit, like they're breaking out oh, yeah. fucking chemicals. Oh, like, yeah. Let's talk, fuck, when, oh, yeah. Like, let's even take it back. When dads became part of pop culture, uh-huh. anybody over 40 
Yeah. Thought you were smoking meth. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Now, yeah. now it's like anybody over 60, people are starting to get it a little bit more. Yeah, but like, yeah. like to, to have such like pride mm-hmm. and bougie attitude over taking drugs. Yeah. That pisses me off. Fucking hempwick people. Yeah, fuck them. Dab etiquette get people. Get over it. Get over coke it. Cokeheads. Yeah. You know, it's funny that you brought up uh, 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 now like 60 people, like yeah. age up, you know, yeah. are probably more under, like, what the fuck are you uh, yeah. smoking? In a way, that kind of justifies her previous comment about weed's a gateway drug, you know? Yeah. Because, like I said, like, there was many kids uh, our age time that were smoking lots of weed, you know, yeah, in high yeah. school and into college you know so by the time um dabs came out a lot of people had already smoked weed or were regular smokers you yeah, know yeah so but like i uh at least for me you know my group definitely i had a lot of fucking potheads but when uh, uh my buddy moved in um the boy matt man a shout out to matt um uh he uh, he had a rig and uh yeah he had a rig and yeah. then uh you know he was one of the introduced me to dabbing you know and that was back when they did um uh, the butane uh, uh, way of making uh, wax. Yeah, you know? two fucking five gallon buckets and a yeah, bunch and you gotta of cans whip it to get the fucking butane out and yeah. shit. You yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. the really not good for you stuff. You yeah. know, but black. it was dabs. You know, it was fucking um, black. They did a good job. They got a lot of it out. You yeah, know, yeah. there was still some butane in there because Jesus. You know, like it's getting trying to get that out would be a fucking without a machine. You know. Yeah. Um, but regardless, like the um, he induced me to dabbing and. I remember some of my friends who had been pot smokers for like five, six years, you know, would come over and they never dabbed before. Uh, and they see us dabbing before like hanging out. And even they were like, oh, shit, like, what the fuck is that? You know, like, are, are you uh, is that like the dab shit that I've been because it was brand new, like you said, like, a, yeah. um, like I a lot of us had not really um, gone and experimented in that. And all of them, I can say confidently, maybe besides one or two were hesitant but all of them eventually started dabbing you know uh-huh. like they all started they tried it and like yeah you cough your brains out if you do a big ass yeah glob, but then you, you know? take a fucking elevator ride yeah, yeah and it's like you're you're with your boys you know you're hanging out having a good ass time you know yeah. so uh in, into the kind of wrapping back to the full package here it is i would say it is a gateway drug just because the our current society is more open to psychedelics yeah. you know shrooms and acid and everything included so um it's it's hard again it's why go back it's 50 50 having yeah. it be off that list you know is because it can lead to other experimentation yeah um but it also isn't necessarily damaging to the body like all the other really dangerous drugs are you know i don't want to leave dabs yet but I feel no, that. Yeah, 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 I definitely. feel that, but I would say on the opposite side for the sake of... I just want to wrap up for, that conversation. For, for yeah. devil's advocate on that, I would say, like, imagine all the people who are going to lose the stigma and are going to be able to quit, yeah. are going to be able to quit nicotine and alcohol mm-hmm. and switch to weed. Like, I think... I that's think true. It does help, too. Anybody that... I do think that anybody that's addicted to alcohol or addicted to nicotine mm-hmm. or any of the harder drugs would be better off addicted to pot if they're going to be addicted. Certainly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But with dabs, I want to say something negative, but I want to say something positive. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Negative, I grew up next to a meth house. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I've known a lot of meth And a and, coke house, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I've known quite a few drug addicts in my life. Mm-hmm. 
Um, some that I grew up with mm-hmm. that fell to it in their late teenage years. Sure. Some that were already meth heads by the time I was like 11 and they're like 30 year olds. Right. Uh, and one thing I've noticed with every meth head that I've ever seen see someone take a dab, they relate it heavily to a meth cloud because a dab cloud is so heavy. Right. It's so thick it falls. It hits you all pretty hard. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. No, like the, the thickness of the smoke. Oh. It's so heavy that the cloud falls. Yeah, because it's dense. Where when you take like right. a joint or a blunt or a bong rip, it just kind of goes in the air. Maybe it'll linger around a little bit. Sure. But, but a dab, just like similar with meth, that smoke is so thick and heavy that it billows out. Yeah. Uh, so that always made me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Whenever like a meth head, meth head, like Uncle Mike, shout out to Uncle Mike, saw a dab cloud and they're like, oh man, that looks just like meth. And then yeah. they like you could you could it's you can feel them yeah. like salivating. Yeah. Like, oh meth, yes. Yikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. But I will say at the same time, like, as far as getting into the dab culture, the first time I hit a dab, I, I got incredibly stoned and then oh, yeah. my buddy also had, had his first dab ever. And uh, <laughs> uh go to fucking cloud nine for yeah, a while. <laughs> we all got stoned in my garage and then I want my buddy had wandered off mm. and then it's me and my two other friends, maybe three, I don't know, I'm like eighteen. Uh, and then I go to the bathroom and I found my friend who had also just had his first dab and we sat on the couch together and giggled and talked like long lost friends until we both fell asleep next to each other. Yeah. And like, that was beautiful, bro. And then everybody, yeah, immediately everybody gets into it. Yeah. Like, and then I had this, I had this wax plug who he made it, you know what I'm saying? And he was a really smart, like chemist fella. Mm-hmm. Like just a, he was kind of like ahead of his, his age group. Sure. When it came to science, by a long shot, you know what I'm saying. So he kind of did. He did this thing where he made a huge archaic batch. You know what I'm saying? Whipping out, you know, hand whipping out butane. Right. And he sold it all for incredibly cheap to get himself a setup to get machines and establish his name in the ah, industry. Smart man. But I remember he sold me. A three inch tall by three inch wide jar, right? Uh, and one of those jars that the glass or plastic, it's glass, was super, super thin. Mm-hmm. You know, some jars, like it looks like a big jar, mm-hmm. and, but most of it is glass. Right. And really, there's only 30% capacity right. inside of it. Sure. This was a 100% capacity kind of jar. Nice. Yeah. It was just you know, where you're packing it glass. up against the walls. Yeah. And he, it's full. With just black fucking like $50 for 30 grams of wax. Yeah. And I just remember me and my friends just going to town on this shit. Yeah, I bet. And how horrible that must have been Yeah, with all the butane in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that, you know, it was a very cheap high. Like I remember one time some, our buddy of ours, he was a grower and he didn't harvest his plant in time. Mm -hmm. So he gave us, probably looking back at it, a, about a quarter pound mm-hmm. of weed that had fallen off of the plant. Yeah. As in, like, not really good anymore. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. what I did was I took, and it's all super dry, like, you touch it and it explodes like fucking mold. Uh, and you, what I did was I put it in a big bag with a tortilla strip, mm-hmm. and it brought it all back to life and it made it all soft again. Interesting. And then I, and it was shit weed, so I grinded all of it into this mason jar that usually held about an ounce mm-hmm. uh, of, like, butt 
So the whole QP fit in the mason jar because it's all powder now. Right. And uh, we called it corn. Ah. Because it, <laughs> it didn't get you high at all. Interesting. It was just a filler. So fuck? you would you would pack a bowl. You'd have real weed, and you'd put a little real weed in the bowl, and then you'd fill the rest with corn. And then that way, just a fucking filler. Yeah, what you the got the dog? you got to space your weed out with our corn weed. <laughs> Why not just fill it with? Uh, oh, never mind. Because well, I think at this point, this was corn day. This is when I was raving, so I was only eighteen or nineteen. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't, you know, like there was days where there were plans out yet. Yeah, yeah. There was times where back then where it was just like, okay, I don't have any money or food. Mm-hmm. So I could, but if I do enough digging in this couch, I can get a can of beans. Yeah. And I would yeah. be so stoked over that can of beans. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I would eat the fuck out of it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And if yeah. I had a little extra, I'd get tortillas mm-hmm. to eat with my beans. It was great. But money was nowhere. Yeah, I was yeah, working yeah. at fucking Target mm-hmm. and I was only getting like four hour shifts because they wouldn't give you anything yeah, longer. Yeah, they never give you fucking full time. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then like I was yeah, I was going to school and I was doing lots of drugs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I was like money wasn't an option. So when you give me a fucking QP of corn weed. Every t- <laughs> I'm there. Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs> or you want to you wanna sell me a fucking half pound of wax for 50 bucks? Yeah, yeah that's 100%. <laughs> no, I don't care. I'm yeah. fucking in it, dog. You know, and you know, and I think you did highlight an uh, interesting thing on uh, dabbing, too, is that, like, you know, uh, especially when you do it socially as a yeah. group and everyone's, like, riding that high and having a really good time. Yeah. Because I think that was... Uh, uh, one thing that dabbing did do for the weed culture is that it made social gatherings more uh, like it's I don't know. It's like I wouldn't I, I, my brain immediately goes to Coachella in the sense that like uh, in the frequency of people who wouldn't otherwise smoke, you'd go to a hangout, big party, dab a couple times because you're having a good time like you would be drinking. Yeah. And that's you wouldn't probably smoke otherwise, you know, yeah, like you'd be fine. Off it that opened hit. that door to social um, smoking or social dabbing, really, yeah. you know. Well, um, also, it one thing that I never saw hit pot culture the same way dab culture had it was the the art in the pieces. Yeah, right? a big, that's true. A big thing in the in the dab culture was like the headiness of a rig. Mm-hmm. Right? Like how complex was the rig? How many perks? What's, what's the in, backstory yeah. of the glass blower? Yeah. Like uh, I brought yeah. up I brought up Ben Wilson. Ben Wilson made some of the best rigs to in his time. Mm-hmm. He was like a top guy. Mm-hmm. You know, when it came to blowing glass, he was incredible. His his, they were, you know, they were not crazy expensive, but they were expensive, heady rigs. Right. And, like, they would, you know, part of the reason they get so up there is also, like, dabs are pretty harsh. Yes. So they would build these rigs in certain ways through certain perks right. to, to make it as smooth as possible while yep. it hits you. And that works. And it's really hot, I, too. I, you, I, know, so. you know, just a sidetrack, one time I hit a $30,000 dab rig. Nice. It was crazy. But, yeah. like, I remember, like... I didn't feel it until the smoke was out of my lungs. Nice. You know what I'm saying? And then I started coughing like crazy. But it was one of those, like, it was so smooth. I remember blowing out and being shocked because I never felt it going in with how much smoke was coming out of my mouth. Yeah. But, uh, no, so Ben Wilson, like, he makes these great crazy dab rigs, then he gets cancer, and then he dies. Mm. So the skyrocket of the pieces 
or the pieces, the value skyrockets. Right. Uh, and then it kind of becomes like, oh, man, you have an original Ben Wilson. And, like, you know, people are starting to, like, uh, establish their names in it. And you never really saw that with pipes and bongs. Yeah. Right? Like, now there there was, like, oh, I only smoke black backwoods. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or uh, swishers and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That was cool. But you were never, like, nobody was, like, taking a bong the same way that they would, like, a dab rig. Right. As, like, an art piece. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, a bong was a bong. A rig could be something that somebody would get and never even smoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, just, it's a fucking uh, set piece somewhere, yeah. you know? Well, or, like, like uh, yeah, if you want, like, Google, like, uh, just do Google, like, cool dab rig. Because I never know what to put with Google when I'm trying to do something like that. Okay. Or, yeah, cool or complex. But, yeah, just cool dab rig and hit images. Uh, it's probably going to mean cooling. Like, it's going to make things. No, it's, uh, that's, oh. that's tight. Yeah, see some of these like, look at that purple one right there, that to the left. Yeah, oh, look yeah, at that. Yeah, that's incredibly little, complex. It's a purple and, like, octopus, basically. Yeah, and can you imagine like that's not like I don't know how they paint that, but it's like from the inside. Like it's not like somebody took a piece of glass and a paintbrush. I have seen and did that some uh, like you know because there's shows where they do glass blowing and stuff. Uh, yeah, competitions and whatnot. Yeah, it's usually like the glass itself while it's being blown. There's yeah. some sort of coloring, or they use a specific like colored yeah. glass already. Yeah, exactly. Like they this, melt it, right? Like this blue one right here. Clearly, that's not paint. The glass right. is still see through. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Type in like complex, or I don't even know Ooh, how to say. There's it. an R two D two one. Nice. Basically. Nice. Very uh, nice. Or I don't know. You know how to spell it? Try try wow. putting heady. Look at that one. Nice. Try try putting uh, heady. Uh, is it like just eight? spell it however you want to spell it. These fucking potheads don't even know themselves. Uh, oh, oh, it's heady like a right. head. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Well, fuck them. Right. What's I the get it. Ever? It's got a cool head. Fuck you guys. Uh, let's see. This one's like a glass cookie monster. Very nice. Uh, yeah, but some of these uh, get intricate. Look at that uh, fucking yeah, thing. It's like a weird. That's like a, it's crystals. It's, it's, like, it's oh, like a rock formation with yeah, quartz and shit growing out of it. Called Elysium. See, like, see, like, there wasn't a lot of like. You don't see a lot of bongs with this kind of complexity. What the to fuck it. is like a giraffe? Fucking Egypt? What the fuck? Yeah, that's pretty cool. That is, <laughs> that's wild. I I went to a place in uh, Colorado Springs. Oh, oh, that fucking mantis thing is yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to a place in Colorado Springs where they only sold shit like this, incredibly complex, heady fucking dab yeah. rigs, and they actually offered uh, a glass blowing class. Wow. It's like they did it like once a week, uh, for two day, two sessions in one day, once a week, and it was like you just fucking, all you had to do was bring money. They provided all the materials, tight, and you blew your own piece and then got the ticket home. Wow, yeah, fan- crazy, you know. And it's like um, it, too. Uh, I think um, once dabbing got um, I guess. The, the way of, well, the way uh, that you made dabbing change too. Was, after a while, they went from the butane to then some people got smart. And while you could get less of it, they did the heat press. You know, yeah, and you get more like like natural or I guess like fully pure dabs. You know, and that's when that just started getting made more. Well, then they started making vacuum ovens, vacuum yeah. ovens to fucking heat it and extract. Yeah, dude. Like yeah. it just uh, the uh, once. 
all of the risk of the bad, you know, chemicals and really just became the heavy smoke, you know. Yeah. Like it was so accessible, you know, yeah. for social parties. And yeah. it was cool to have a cool dab rig. And even the ones that weren't fancy art, you know, even the ones that just had like crazy perks in, in inside, you know, like yeah. there was a there was a fascination with it, you know. It, it was interesting because it was like pot smoking in the future, right? Like mm. before, like with regular pot, it's like, yep, yeah, I grew this. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. break it down with your fingers yeah. and put it in Farmer a piece John. of paper. Yeah, yeah. But now it's like, no, man, I, I went to fucking uc berkeley for chemistry and <laughs> i have like fucking biomedical engineer degree and like i fucking it, it took me 11 weeks to process yeah this. I, and then I it's grew like this fucking weed in a lab and then yeah yeah like fucking like when clear became a thing mm. i remember when clear became a thing my buddy brought me a little jar of it mm -hmm. and it was incredibly like viscous right yeah. like yeah usually dad was like chunky yeah and, like it was like a piece of mud in a jar yeah this was like this was like like cheap hand sanitizer it just like yeah. almost a little thicker than water yeah like right? it was still and viscous you know like it still had like yeah a grip to it you yeah know? but it was but. it was incredibly light uh and it's completely clear hence mm -hmm. the name and you took just a very very tiny amount to where it looks like you weren't even you didn't even have anything on the nail yet mm -hmm. and you dabbed that and you'd be fucking gone yeah 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 you know what i'm saying yeah, like it was yeah. crazy and like and I guess that's what made sense why the rigs also kind of entered it because it was everything boosted up to this like new, yeah. like this is the future. Mm -hmm. If the fucking, the drugs are going this crazy mm -hmm. as far as the process to create them, then we might as well be on all fronts, you know what I'm saying? And make yeah. what you smoke out of it complex and cool too. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Yeah, and then like I, uh, the... It just made it, <laughs> I guess, fun, really, yeah, to yeah. dab with your homies, you know? Um, uh, it really was, like I guess, like a drug circle, really, <laughs> what yeah. you were doing, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, like, I Meth mean, clouds. man, to your point, like, uh, uh, before, like, it's such a exciting thing when you do it in a group, uh, in a social setting. Like, um, um, you had the story about uh, uh, you guys in the, the garage together just getting fucking ripped, you know? And, yeah. like, I had a couple of scenarios, too, where, like, we were doing... Uh, uh, when I still worked uh, at uh, the Bucks a long time ago, you know, Pete's Bucks, um, and serving coffee, we had that whole crew. We would just, when we weren't working, we would just all go get high fucking uh, on the weekend when, at uh, somebody's apartment. Oh, yeah. And one of them, um, same scenario, one of my buddies at there, he had, uh, instead of the butane way, he had the heat press. Yeah. And he grew a fuck ton already. Yeah. So it's like he didn't give a shit that if he was, like, wasting, like, weed, you know? He would just make... Because his whole goal was to, when we have a party hang out, he would make a bunch of fucking wax, you know? Yeah. And just get everyone ripped, you know? Great guy. Really nice. Um, Very, like, take everything I have. Take it, you know? Yeah. Kind of thing. And I remember many times... um. We would do the grab bong hits, which were a whole nother fucking animal of fucking MacGyver ass fucking tweaker level yeah, kind of shit. Yeah, cutting a two liter you know, in half and that's shit. That's very like, tweaker side of uh, like you're starting to go. All right, now you're really starting to get when you gotta get somebody's when you gotta you know? get somebody's kitchen sink involved. <laughs> it does get a little strange. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like, but that coupled with dabbing though, dude, like there's been a couple of times where I remember one specific time actually. We were standing in circles talking to each other, and it's like if anybody's ever gotten so high on dab where you just have laughing fits with people, yeah. you know. For it's like it's like that 
goes into that tier of almost like it's similar to acid and other drugs where you just laugh because you're so happy, you know, yeah. kind of thing. Like it starts to go into that territory a oh, lot yeah. of time, which is what, what I think the scary part uh, for me is I can see why people go to the next extreme dragging because uh, there was, we would literally stay in a circle. And I remember I was talking to somebody. They said something funny. I can't even remember what it was. Yeah. I just start cracking up. And they're cracking up because it's hilarious. And we can't stop. Right. Yeah. And then uh, as other gr- uh, groups are trickling out their conversations, they notice that we've been laughing for literally 20 seconds. So they, you know, naturally uh, you click in thinking, uh, oh, their conversation is going great. I want to hear, you know, and be part of it. But then we just keep laughing. Yeah. And then they laugh. And then soon you have a group of eight people just cracking up for no fucking reason. Yeah, yeah. People laughing for and don't know, know why they're laughing, you know? Yeah. And I that is was so much fun, but I can see how that can be immediately gateway into abuse. Oh, well, let's, let's talk about like, this. Like fucking Christ. Well, first you know? of all, as far as adventures, one time I dabbed on a cannon. A what? A cannon. So if you go out to SF and you go out to the piers. Right, and you go all the way to the end. There's like that little crescent beach, right? You know what I'm talking about? Right oh, past, okay. Right past Pier 39. There's like a little crescent beach. It looks like a long crescent, and then there's a dock at the end. Mm-hmm. Well, if you go over to that shit on the left hand side, over by that long ass dock, uh, hidden in like the kind of like the foliage, there's a staircase that seemingly lasts forever, just like all the other staircases in SF. Down or up? Up. Up. And I don't know how many of these you've ventured, but like I did the Koi Tower one mm-hmm. from the bottom ones, mm-hmm. and that was like fifty flights of stairs. I thought I was gonna die. Yeah. So we found another one of these mm-hmm. where it just seemingly like we're going forever upstairs, mm-hmm. but at the very top of it was a cannon from the war, a huge fucking cannon, yeah. and it's pointed right at the Golden Gate Bridge because mm-hmm. that's where ships were gonna enter that we were right. defending against them. Right. So you know, obviously there isn't a cannon ball in it or anything crazy, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it was at one point a fucking. Uh, a weapon to take down ships, which Fucking is dope. Wild, dude. So we all climbed on top of it and took dabs. Nice. Because that's what children do. Nice. You took but, the whole dab, breaking everything up. There. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. But I remember, as far as the gateway thing, like I remember we were mixing dabs with other drugs. Like, like I remember when David, Big David, found out that dabs went really well with Molly. Mm. That was weird because Molly, the feeling of Molly was like this very like intense high energy like your heart beating a thousand miles a minute you're you're filled with like love and like these happy feelings like it's a crazy and intense ride sure that lasts a long time yeah and you know you can do things like kind of like there's teeth grinding is very common yeah. with people on ecstasy and shit like that mm-hmm. uh you know like your eyes are really big and like like they're all the way the fuck open yeah your senses are like on yeah, yeah. and like you would take a dab and like First of all, you wouldn't feel the hit. Mm-hmm. No matter how big the hit was or small or how hot the nail was, you didn't cough. Right. Your body turned that yeah. that sensor off. Yeah, yeah. A while ago with the, it's, with the it's other dealing drugs. with some other shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it would kick you out of your molly high for like 10 to 20 minutes. And then the molly high would come back mm-hmm. like a fucking voice in your head. All of a sudden, like you just be sitting there and your eyes open up again, and you start grinding your teeth a little bit. And you're like, "Oh, it's oh, back!" Oh shit! Uh, yeah, and like, that's wild. Yeah, so we were like, 
Oh fuck! Traveling between different forms of consciousness with yeah. dabs and ecstasy. Yeah. And then we we would do uh one time like when we did acid in Molly, we also did dabs. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And like Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> and like it just be it became a tag along. You know what I'm saying? Like Shroom. when People I drink, shrooms when I time. when I when I drink, I get high. And yeah. I feel like I need to be more high than I am drunk or I'm going to get sick because yeah. I don't like drinking. Mm-hmm. So every time I've drank, I've gotten drunk, I've gotten stoned. Right. Because that's what makes me feel comfortable. Balance it. To, yeah. With mushrooms, I've gotten high every time I've taken them. Yep. I fucking, with acid we got high, with molly we got like. Lots of people say mushrooms uh, or weed is the perfect compl- uh, uh, you know, combination or combo with shrooms oh yeah dude because it's, I guess it's it, fries with your burger bro. Yeah, like, well, yeah well i think it's also because like shrooms can sometimes just come on out of nowhere you know because yeah. it's food poisoning you yeah. know like really uh so like the a lot of times I, I don't think i've ever had shrooms with somebody and somebody not suggest smoking weed yeah. to ease the roller coaster right into shrooms yeah. you know but so, what's interesting is yeah. is that it also I've heard that it intensifies the actual trip. Yeah. So it does help you baby in. Yeah. But at the same time it's gonna make the trip crazier. Yeah, yeah. So which is funner for everybody yeah, involved. Dude, yeah, and for sure the more like, we talk about this, the more I'm like, yeah, it's a gateway drug. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, a gateway. Yeah. It's, it's not even a gateway yeah. drug. It's your buddy that follows you along on any adventure you want to be yeah. on. <laughs> it's like yeah. you want to try well, acid? Well, why don't you get high too? I think you know? I think it's the negative connotations to gateway drugs that people like go immediately go, Oh, it's not a gateway drug. And I'm like, Okay, look Come on. Yeah, it's it kinda come on, dude. Like yeah. it, it's you gotta think of it not as like a oh I'm doing this and now i'm gonna start craving fucking yeah. meth now yeah, yeah. It, it opens up your mind to trying other psychedelics that are otherwise perceived as not as bad you know like Dude, acid one, blah, a, you know. a big thing that comforted me with taking mushrooms was that it was natural mm-hmm. and because i took weed because i smoke weed all the time and weed's yeah. natural right right you know what i'm saying like i can't say that that didn't influence the other sure like i can i can be persuaded either way on addiction mm-hmm. right because Again, going back to the beginning of this conversation, I I can go both ways on that. Yeah, easily. Yeah, uh, you know, no withdrawals versus intense anxiety when you can't have it. Mm-hmm. But with gateway, I don't know that I can be convinced that weed's not a gateway. Yeah, drug. same. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just yeah. I think I, I think that if you've opened up your mind to letting go and enjoying weed, then you're willing to be open up your mind for other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then when people start saying. Uh, uh, the but arguments that, against we were they're like oh like well then alcohol is a gateway drug and it's like yeah I'd probably agree with you I'd probably be yeah. inclined to agree with you because I it's the know. same vein of chasing the dragon you I know? think I think with alcohol it's I, I'm gonna say no because it doesn't lead you to other drugs it just sure. leads you to more, level up within the program booze. yeah 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 where alcohol it has like all these different forms that it takes on. Mm-hmm. Because uh, of all the different ways to make it between beer and liquor and wine mm-hmm. and shit like moonshine and absinthe and fucking gasoline and rubbing alcohol. Yeah. So you just kind of, you're leveling up, but you're in the same game. Sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, but I think weed, like, that's where you're you're bouncing around to other substances. Yeah, because it's in the same tier, you know. But if, yeah. we're, if we're arguing strictly um, uh, opening your mind to the possibility of trying things, you know, then yeah. I'd still kind of like, well, uh, an alcoholic... Maybe Yeah if you're willing maybe. to open your mind to be drunk Not always Because I know real alcoholics, uh, alcoholics That like uh, are weird about drugs But they fucking drink whole fucking yep. Handles of whiskey Add that to like, my list of people I, I dislike Yeah Hemp dude. wicks, dab yeah. etiquette 
and people who are addicted to things that think that their addiction's better than others. Yeah. Yeah. Eat dick. Honestly, yeah. It's like, oh, my, uh, mine's not nearly as bad, and it's way yeah. healthier. It's like you fucking drink a handle of whiskey like, yeah, every fuck three off. days. Like, yeah, like, most most of my mom's siblings are dead from alcoholism. Yeah, yeah, an idiot. Yeah, like, yeah like, eat my balls, dude. There's only There are two drugs in this world that will kill you from withdrawals. Mm-hmm. It's alcohol mm-hmm. and uh, benzodiazepine. Uh, Benzos. It's oh. sleeping pills. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's benzos it's and like alcohol. Bains. Yeah. Like, nicotine won't kill you. Mm-hmm. The withdrawals from meth and heroin. I don't think they will kill you. I think you can get pretty fucked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, alcohol will kill you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, anybody who's... Shutting your body down. Any of these alcoholics, which there's plenty of them, that look at weed and they go, oh, what the fuck? What are you, a drug addict? It's like, eat my balls, Yeah, dude. it's like, you're going to die really? probably before I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And it's going to be a lot less pretty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna There's going to be changes to your body. Yeah, like you know, your no, their nose gets bigger and it gets red. Oh, like yeah. there's like that common like big puffy red alcoholic nose, yeah. red nose. Yeah, it's like super porous. And yeah, shit. it's yeah. bad for your skin. Like, and then like, yeah, and your body's shutting down eternally. Like, weed's not gonna do any of that to you. Also, like, we again we might be biased, but like a drunk person never looks good. Ever. No. Like a too drunk person never looks good. Yeah. A too high person is somebody who's very quiet and like maybe overstimulated. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that's it. Yeah, yeah. And like n- never in any way is like being an alcoholic, you know, and like being blasted on alcohol. Never is that a thing where it's like, man, I wish I was on that guy's roll yeah. right now. You and, know, never. The, I, like people who don't like drink abusively they don't look at somebody who's like wobbling and going and is, yeah. and whether they're an angry drunk or a happy drunk no one ever looks at that fucking person and goes that sounds like a good idea i want to yeah. get that fucking drunk right now yeah also if you ever like uh, and maybe this is because we smoke weed mm-hmm. but if somebody tells me that somebody gets high every day i go whatever yeah you fine. know what i'm saying like you're probably fine i know people that get stoned every single day Including myself mm-hmm. and yourself, mm-hmm. and you would not know. You just wouldn't know it, yeah, unless you're told. Yep, you know what I'm saying. But if somebody says that that person drinks every day, mm-hmm. I'm concerned. Sure, like oh, that's awful. Yeah, yeah. You know, what yeah, I'm their saying? body is like falling apart, basically. Uh, yeah, you know? like I, I feel like I don't know. Like when I hear somebody smokes weed every day, I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Like whatever. Like that's probably not mm-hmm. a problem. Like if they're functioning and they're alive, that's cool. Well, when somebody drinks every day, you're like, oh, like, what's wrong? Are they okay? Yeah. Like, did something happen? Again, it might be just because we're biased, but yeah. I think the chances of being fucked up from smoking weed uh, every single day versus drinking every single day, uh, the chances of it being bad, you yeah. know, like, yeah. like, uh, like really fucked up for the body, you know, um, is like so much smaller, you know? Yeah. Like the chances that it's an issue for that person that they're smoking every single weed, uh, weed every single day, every single weed. They're smoking all the weed, every um, weed. But uh, the chances of them having an issue, I guess, is way smaller. You know. Oh like, yeah, look at fucking Tommy Chong and Sammy Hagar. They look fine. Mm-hmm. Who else? Who's getting drunk every day at that age? That I'd looks argue great. like seventy-five percent of the fucking like at least the United States, but the world like gets yeah. high. You know, yeah. on a regular basis. Well, you know? I feel like if you took a hundred people, right, and fifty of them every day for 30 years got drunk mm-hmm. off their ass and the other 50 
got stoned all their ass. Mm-hmm. Right? The 50 that took alcohol in the 30-year trial are going to be way worse off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then the stoners would probably be, most of them would probably be fine. Yeah. You know, but I don't know. Like, it's one of those things where, you know, weed's better. So fuck you guys and your, <laughs> and your alcohol. Yeah. It has a feel, yeah. assholes. Alcohol's bad. Yeah. And Our I'm addiction's a, better than yours, yeah. bitch. And How's I'm it a, feel? I am a hypocrite. <laughs> yeah. I suck my dick. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it tastes great. <laughs> yeah, addiction's yeah. no joke, man. Fucking yeah. figure shit out. So black tie CBD will help you with that shit. Ten percent off. Go fuck your mother. All right. So I that's completely the ad. forgot that we were talking about that ad. That was an ad read. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Uh, uh, wow. All right. Sixty-seven yeah. minute you can ad tell read. We've been off a of vacation or been on vacation for a while. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is what happens when there's too many reads. Speaking of vacation, all right. So, I played three video games. During this time. Nice. That's how depressed I've been no. without oh. podcasting. <laughs> yeah. It's been weird, man. I've been yeah. hanging out with Bubbles a lot. Mm-hmm. I learned how to golf. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like which is like, like a weird, for us at least, is, not, yeah. is a weird territory. I did that camera thing. I wired that camera. Mm-hmm. You know how terrifying that was with Bubbles? Here's the thing. I'm working here. Okay. It's not that difficult of a process. I just pulled out a high voltage wire, wire nutted in a junction box, and ran new ones, and then wired in a camera. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that... Bubbles was in charge of the breaker box. Why? Because why would you do that? Because he, why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it did, you know, in hindsight, like, I shouldn't have even. Yeah, like, <laughs> like he should have not been there at all. Yeah, he should have. I should have made him leave. I watch this dude. <laughs> you know what's fucked up is he wanted to leave to go to somebody's house, and I told him not to, so he could help me. I should have just let him yeah, laugh. Yeah, yeah. It'd probably uh, been safer. <laughs> oh, dude, this dumb cunt. All right, so. I would have sooner asked your neighbor. Yeah. You know? So, <laughs> so this dumb shithead. I got, I got him sitting at the breaker box, right? And we're on the phone. I'm like, all right, this is what I want you to do. I want you to turn the breaker off and then on. <laughs> and if I say do that one again, then that's the one. Are they supposed to be smoking? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> What? So <laughs> what he's doing is he's just turning all of them off. You well, know you f- son of a bitch. Instead of bro. one at a time, now he's just decides whole hands. Yeah, just he just needs to start shutting them off. So I think he's retard. found it, right? Yeah. And the thing is, is, like where I'm wiring is right above the garage, mm-hmm. so I need to be able to go outside and I need to be able to be inside over and over again, mm-hmm. and it's the same fuse as the fucking garage door opener. <laughs> yeah. So we have to we have to restore power to open the garage, and then cut it, so I can do one thing outside, restore power close it so i could do a thing inside restore it again oh you know just it was a lot of on off on off at this breaker sure now what i didn't know because my other roommates weren't home was that he never found the fucking breaker for the garage he was cutting the power to the whole house he is cutting the full main over and over again yeah so the roommates get home and they're confused because nothing's on anymore yeah and i'm like and i'm like oh what the fuck so i run over to the breaker and i turn it on uh, and then I'm like, all right, Bubbles, now turn off the one for the garage. So he turns off the whole fucking house again. This idiot. Now the roommates are getting annoyed, which yeah. annoys me. Yeah. Because I'm the one working. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I'm the one putting this together for everybody. Yeah. I don't really need criticism right now. Yeah. Or yeah, complaints. Yeah. Right, right. Like, why don't you just go do something for an hour? Yeah. Because we're working with electricity. Yeah. Working with 200 volts Can easily. We, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm one of my uh, helpers is inept right yeah. now. This is so. 10 2 gauge wire. If anything, I'm working with at least 120 volts, enough to fuck me up off of a ladder. I was going to say, sure. I think it's, I don't know if it's amps or volts, but I think it's like 10 amps is when you're in the territory of death. Yeah. 
like possible which death. is where i'm at you and, know you know and like not sh- instant death yeah. for sure death, but possible yeah. death. you so, know like so yeah I've, I, I, have, I have a little voltage tester from work or like in my tool bag mm-hmm. that i use for work and i fucking one of little beeps yeah you and know? I, I hit that wire probably 132 times in the three hours it took to do this whole project jesus christ yeah, yeah it was nuts yeah. uh <laughs> yeah and like but so i played a couple video games though and i wanted to talk to you about these ones i played crackdown three have you heard of this one? Oh, that just came out. No, I think it's didn't that. I don't or know. No, Crackdown Four is the one that like Crackdown Three is the one with Terry Crews. Is that the new one? It is the new one. I okay, think. fuck yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I know they were talking about that. Is is it good? I thought it was all right. Yeah, because was... the, the whole uh, the whole like I guess guiding driving force behind that is the the, the destructible environment. Like everything is supposed to be destructible. It's too. So it feels like infamous and spider-man with not enough put gameplay like you you can get around like moving about the city is really clean and like fun Mm -hmm. like you got your little jetpack and Mm -hmm. you got time your jumps and thrusts and boosters and all that Mm -hmm. but it wasn't too short it was one of those ones where you're supposed to play it over and over again Mm -hmm. and it's not my kind of video game right so i moved on to ufc4 nice okay that one was really fun i've put countless hours into it already yeah 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 uh which is funny because that's one of those games where you just do the same thing over and over again Mm -hmm. but somehow you can be intrigued to do it so interesting that you bring this up i recently got into a sports video game also which one uh uh, i got into mlb the show nice mlb the show 22 just came out yeah uh and uh, i'll I'll let you do your thing but yeah like i I literally just got into a sports uh uh, game yeah uh, for the first time for for the usd game it's like in career mode it's like you get your fight contract Mm -hmm. and then you pick how many weeks until the fight yep and then you just do the same shit like you build the hype you you build your fitness Mm -hmm. you do the fight gain some stats yep and then you okay. yeah, and then you yeah, just yeah. do that over and over and over and over again, and nice. somehow it's enough to keep you occupied it's for fun. days at a time. It's fun because yeah, yeah. you put, you're putting yourself in the, in a world that you are neither one of us are ever going to be in. Yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah. period. You know, yeah, so you yeah. get to uh, name your guy and like and what and whatnot. Full custom creator like old WWE games. Nice. Where you you're you're altering every part of the face. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Exactly how MLB the show is yeah. too. I made yeah, yeah. I made bubbles first. Uh, okay yeah. <laughs> you've made bubbles in ufc yeah. he's a kickboxer oh my god okay yeah, he's incredibly okay. hairy he's got yeah. autism as a tattoo across his shoulders <laughs> and then like a baby portrait under it and he like wrecks house right oh he's a he's fucking, fucking animal he just throws kicks <laughs> yeah. from every direction he's got all the cool showstopper kicks oh my god and then i've got john thick instead of john wick and oh, he's that's good. he's just a heavyweight butterbean fella that walks and just knocks butter people bean. out. Butterbean's an animal. Yeah, okay. like I got I went like thirty three and all knockouts and nice. fucking nice. just just all knockouts with him. And then <laughs> and then I made this black guy called Terrence the Garbage Man. Okay, he's horrifying looking. Interesting. He's, he is not somebody you'd ever want to see in person. <laughs> yeah, I, I just made like the craziest looking fella I could make. And then covered him in tattoos. Nice. Yeah, he's, nice. He's, he's terrifying monster. Easily the longest I took to create a character. Okay. Because some all the tattoos yeah. are so intricate. And placing them and yeah. stuff and but whatnot. Bubbles looks like Bubbles. Nice. I, I got the big protruding eyebrow with the tiny little ble- beady blue eyes. <laughs> yeah. Like, he definitely yeah. looks autistic. Yeah, you actually feel like you put him in there and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was uh, the the appeal with uh, MLB The Show also, yeah. you know, was uh, they, they have the full customization, so putting myself in the game was awesome. Yeah. Um, and uh, they even have a... Uh, 
list of names that they use for audio. So they had my name Thomas in it. Uh, so that Sick. the narrator says your name Thomas and is in this game. So they yeah. would say Jonathan as like a, you know, it was really yeah. cool obviously my last name uh um, this is gonna be in there for sure uh um definitely wouldn't be in there uh because it's like uh, you know it's a polish last yeah. name right um but uh you could um literally have a list of other names so like ace between uh a and all the way down to z like yeah. they had like pages and pages yeah. of alternative last names you know so uh, I only get my first name, but that was plenty for me. And yeah. I always loved building my characters to be extremely good at one thing yeah. and terrible at everything else. <laughs> so I built myself to be like just the home run monster. You yeah. know, I can't field. I'm not good at anything else. I'll literally miss double plays. A ball will come easily over to me on third. And I'll pick it up slowly and toss it to first. You know, yeah. like this casual. But then I walk up on the plate and just first ball every time, first pitch, dinger, 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 home run, home run, home yeah. run. And Hell one yeah. season, I um, I made 65 home runs, and my average like uh, batting was like .9, which is like unheard of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like. <laughs> <laughs> so good and I, the narrators like they like are impressed they they actually design it all the way out to where because they do like oh this is the 10th home run of this season on yeah. fucking fire blah 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 you yeah. know um but then uh like i was thinking it was going to stop at maybe like the 30th or 40th home run but they had it all the way up to like and this is his 80th home run of the season he's absolutely a, a legend blah, yeah. blah blah you know like, yeah they they do that in usc also and i was wondering about like the, just the 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 booth with Bruce Buffer, oh, yeah. to, having to do that yeah. over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Because they use you know Bruce Bruce Buffer is like the official announcer for the UFC, mm -hmm. so of course they're gonna use him for the game, mm -hmm. just like they had John Attic and Daniel Cormier and all those kind of people. But right, uh, it's funny to like look at the list of nicknames and there's like 150 of them. And thinking of Bruce Buffer standing there and pronouncing all of them, every single one, <laughs> getting paid for it, I'm sure, yeah. like buckets. And like they know? didn't, they didn't have my last name, but they had uh, the city that we're from. Because mm -hmm. I think that they did were for all the cities. I think they picked every city with UFC gym, and we yeah. have one. And so does Pleasant Hill, and so does Walnut Creek. So Pleasant Hill, Walnut Creek, Concord, Sacramento, like San Francisco, they're all in there. So it says fighting out of our hometown, which I thought was like, what? Like, yeah, yeah, I got yeah. Bubbles, and he's fighting out of Concord, and he's got a 925 fucking yeah. tattoo on his chest. Yeah, yeah. And then you it's, go, it's fun. Yeah. It's, the immersion's really there. Yeah, and know? then you go online, and people see that that's fucking where you're- Fucking spank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. It's oh crazy. Oh, my God. It's so scary. It, I get butt-fucked as soon it's, as I play that online. It is so yeah. wild. But then finally, I, I put enough hours in the UFC that I switched over to a new game, which I started playing two days ago, mm. Gears of War 5. Ooh, Gears of War is a good series. Dude. I haven't played any of the like. I only played one through three. Yeah. So four and five I didn't play, but uh, here the series is uh, still. Is that when did five come out? Was that like a while ago? Uh, I I don't know. I know it's gonna. I know it's like the most recent one that was on Game Pass. Let's see, Gears of War, War five. five. Uh oh yeah, we're on images came right now. Twenty eighteen. Oh yeah, it looks like twenty eighteen. Twenty nineteen. Oh, 2019, yeah. Okay, so late 2019. That's still recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, sort of. I mean, I've never played any of them. I played some multiplayer of different Gears. Like, you know, I've played a little bit of multiplayer in Gears 1 and 2 when we were kids. Mm -hmm. But I've never played a Gear storyline. 
Oh yeah. So I'm starting with five, and I, it's that fucking. That must have been fucking clusterfuck. It's fucking great. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, actually, that, that's like a whole new story now, so that makes sense. Because yeah. like, well, one through three was like the original trilogy of the, yeah. uh, and it followed a whole like, whereas like it's usually like game one in trilogies it's like oh here's an issue and then they yeah. solve it and then the next game it's a new issue like i, I believe gears of war 3 there was uh, an overarching like story through all three mm-hmm. um and then four i think was when they diverted off and then started their new thing and then five i think is also separate but they do callbacks to the old ones but in this, i don't know how it works there's it's definitely a lot of familiar there's a lot of callbacks that yeah. I don't understand, but right, like, right, but it's not relevant to the game, though. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. Like my buddy Eswin, he's played them all, and mm-hmm. like so, he understood every callback. But it'll just be like you'll be in a room and you'll see a magnifying glass that you have to interact with, mm-hmm. and they'll read or say something, and then they'll mm-hmm. and the people who understand will be like, "That's from the second one." Yeah, like autistic screeching. That's an answer to something we never had the answer to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool yeah, just whatever. Walking like, right past it. Yeah, I just don't wanted the collectible. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, but like, uh, Marcus is in it. Who was oh, like? Tight. The, he was like the main face. Yeah, the main guy. Yeah. And Coltrane is in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, tight. Okay. So like, there's there's a lot of carryover. Yeah, then, but cool. it it didn't feel like like Kingdom Hearts three, right? Kingdom mm-hmm. Hearts three. You better know what the fuck is going on, or you are yeah, lost. Yeah, no clue. Right. You are lost. Yeah. Lost. Or like, mm-hmm. what's that one game? Mass Effect. Where the, a, yeah. the story is so yeah. important that if you play the last one and you've never played them, you have to choose yeah. the story sequences from the previous games. Like Yeah, and the yeah. problem with those games, too, is that, that you have to play those. You don't yeah. have to, but the whole point of that series is to play the whole series. Yeah, and then you get so far, it becomes intimidating. Yeah. Like, like Assassin's Creed. Yeah. I won't touch Assassin's Creed because there's too much of it. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to try to understand the lore. At the this story point. and stuff. Yeah, like I just, and yeah. Like at this point, it's off my plate. They say yeah. like Black Flag is the one. Is it? It's a good drop in one because yeah. it's like separate. Oh, but Bubbles still, had even it, then, but like they, they they tie into the. Uh, yeah. I don't even know how the story is at this point. It was but. too much, but yeah, with Gears, like because I've never played the other one, I didn't feel that at all walking into this one. Mm-hmm. Like I don't get the callbacks, but I recognized Marcus like right away. Right. You know, just from the covers of the games. Yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, there's like the main guy. That's cool. He's here, but other than that, like, it's like a just a whole totally new game to me, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I'm really liking that. Like these these video games where it has like this linear feel to where you like, it's like, look, you're in this giant open world, but really you can only go down this hallway. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Look, trees and a river and a hill. You can't go to any of them though. Fall down the hallway. Yeah, I don't mind that mm-hmm. because. Because, I mean, I love an open world game, but also I like, just like with God of War, I would say is similar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like just That's kind of being driven from point A to point B yeah. without an arrow saying go this way. Like, you'll just naturally get there because eventually you're a rat in this tunnel and you'll get through it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't mind that. Like, if it's a lot of like, yeah, turn right here, it's like, all right, eat my dick. But if it's like, no, you're in this big world, go explore it. And realistically, you're not exploring it. Mm-hmm. You're in a tunnel sure like i don't mind that i sure. like that yeah you know and i think that that's uh taste as we've gotten older too you uh-huh. know that open world rpg games really require a lot of investment you yeah. know um, and they're fun i really like yeah them. certainly like, certainly you know skyrim breath of the wild mm-hmm. gta like i love all those games but uh, i think we've ton. experienced them so much now yeah. uh, throughout our gaming career i guess yeah. you know our history yeah, yeah. that yeah like uh, i think there's more 
desire to play those games where you can pick up and kind of inch along a little bit further and then put it back down. You know, yeah, like um, exactly because nothing's more frustrating in an open world game that you've gotten really far in and then you haven't touched for a couple weeks and then you log back in again and you have to kind of figure out what you were doing. Yeah, you know? and like, and by the time you you had an hour and a half uh, of like doing that is then when you finally start actually investing in the game again. Yeah. And usually for us, like, two hours in for the most time, uh, unless it's a weekend, you know, we're probably starting to wrap up soon. Yeah. You know, like, um, like a lot of my game time, if it's long, is in the evenings, you know. Um, and it's usually in, in a habit of, like, either I play a little bit and call it there just because I need to go to bed or I stay up way too fucking late. And I play the game and get what I want out of it, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I suffer the next day, right? Yeah. Uh, but like that, that you can't do that as, a, as an adult as much anymore. As a kid, when you had an infinite amount of time, like open world RPG games or open world games were like the game to play. You yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you just had finite amount of time or infinite amount of time, excuse me. Um, but uh, honestly, uh, I think I'd agree with you. I think I'm, I, I'm digging games that kind of drive me a little bit more. That's why there's one game that I was playing recently, Vampire Survivors, you know, mm -hmm. um, that I really liked because it's the max the levels are ever at is 30 minutes, you know, assuming you survive to that point. Yeah. Uh, and it's just a pick up, bullet hell, get some achievements, you know, yeah. very satisfying, and then put it down, go do something else, you yeah. know. I think now more than ever, like, I think I desire moving. I can't sit in one spot for too long anymore, yeah. you know. I'm like. Well, uh, I was also I was trying to explain this to my girl the other day. Mm -hmm. Like, one thing that's really cool about where video games are today is that something like Gears or God of War, yeah, it's not this open world experience, but it's a movie. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You're watching a, an yeah. active, real, really well told storyline mm -hmm. put together by companies with billions of dollars to fucking push into it. Yeah, and to where like it's like seamless like you're going through acts yeah. right you go through act one and then a few chapters mm -hmm. and the whole time it's like you know we'll drop you in this tunnel and you make your way from one end of the tunnel to the other yeah but the whole time there's gonna be little storyline plots and dialogue and it's all this moving piece to one giant story mm -hmm. and i i love that like it, yeah it, it's a it is like watching a movie like i told my girl like imagine a movie you really like like imagine if lord of the rings Mm -hmm. was 60 hours yeah right yeah and, like, and you're a part of it the whole way through yeah like and you're like, interacting with it yeah and like yeah and that's the thing is like you're you're into it you love it you want it to that's why i use lord of the rings it's one of those ones yeah where if lord of the rings was 60 hours i probably would have watched it the whole yeah. 60 yeah, hours honestly yeah by now i would have seen like it all tv series that's like yeah. several seasons yeah, yeah by yeah. now i would have finished it mm -hmm. right like that's that's unquestionable 100 percent. so when you get a good game like that's what they take now, some of these games. Like a Final Fantasy game, some of them are like up to 100. Yeah. 120 if you want to do everything, yeah. yeah, dude, 100%. You know, there's like, uh, cause it, but there's this difference between like main story content, yeah, which yeah. is like 60 hours, and then the 40 hours of grinding and doing Side all the Side quests and, and stuff, go for missions. Which and, is fun, you yeah. know. But um, it's not the movie. But still, yeah, like games are made, AAA games are made, at such a level now of graphical design, you know, yeah. it's now just a matter of how good you are at storytelling and how good you are at turning that story into an interactive. Yeah. Game, you know, and that's, yeah. And like this years five is like so far, mm. I really enjoy the story. I'm only two days in, 
Nice. I just started Act 3. I don't know how many acts there are. Mm-hmm. I've been putting time in. Yeah. Because it's been the weekend. How many hours are you in so far, as you would say? Uh, I have no idea. 20 or so? Yeah, maybe 15, 10, 15. Uh, yeah, 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 around there. Give or take. Yeah, but it only uh, takes up a couple of days of consistent play to get to there. Yeah. You know, uh, so... Yeah, exactly. Because I could put a whole fucking day away. Like, like if you if you're really into a game and you have time, like four to five hours in like four days is not unreasonable. Oh, you know? dude, if it's a if it's a Saturday morning and I've got nothing going on, I could get four or five hours before anybody else in the house wakes yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, you know, and because I get up at like five in the morning even on the weekend. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like, what, like I can get four or five hours and it'll only be ten in the mornings. So. Yeah. Yeah, and if you're and if you're a gamer, gamer like he do be gaming, then yeah. that's an entire day's worth, you know. Yeah. But I I can't necessarily do that anymore. Like I have to move. I'll maybe I will likely change to a different game and like move from my computer to like my chair and like yeah. move a different spot. You oh know? man, no, during our vacation there was days where I was just a fat piece of shit. <laughs> I just sat there and smoked weed and played video games yeah. the whole day. I'm sure it was nice to get a uh, like an unwind, you know. Like, yes and no. Sure. Yeah, it was cool to it was cool to sleep in. Yeah, but it also felt like it was a bummer. Yeah, well, I mean, we've been doing this for five fucking years. Yeah, now, it was a real you know? bummer. Like so. I was just like, God damn it, is this this is what life would be like if I wasn't doing this? <laughs> There's not a whole lot going on. Yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely not happy. There's <laughs> not a whole lot going on uh, because this is what what goes on. This you is know? the fulfillment so, part. Yeah, like, yeah. This is, this is the part that makes it all feel worth it and like there's purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying not just the podcast, but. The driving towards this entertainment thing. Yeah, the production. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Without this, I'm just like a tradesman. That likes video games. Yeah, and pot. Like, it's yep. not great. Uh, yeah, it's not. Yeah, when you peel back the layers it, of what we, like, even, like, for yeah. me, if, like, you peel back, like, uh, uh, any of my interest in, like, career and, uh, uh, like, entertainment, yeah, like, then we're just fucking stoner gamers. Yeah. <laughs> it makes it a whole lot more sad. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really felt, like, no purpose. Oh, like, this man. sucks. Yeah, that's true. But, I need more hobbies. <laughs> but, we're, but we're back, motherfuckers, and we've got a lot more yes. shit to bring you. Yes. we got more content coming, possibly a new sketch series mm-hmm. that we've been working out before the show. We're going to be working out in about a minute and 30 seconds when this episode ends. Yeah, all, all the things that we've been saying about uh, we've been wanting to do since yeah. uh, COVID started. We're finally we, doing it. We said them. we're going to do during COVID, yeah. and now that we have less time to do it, now yeah. we're going to do it. <laughs> Black Tie CBD, you're a bitch. Not, <laughs> what? Not Black Tie CBD, no. that they're bitches. Use black tie CBD. If Comma, you're, you're a bitch. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You, the listener. Actually, you know what? Fuck you, black tie. Ten percent <laughs> off the coin. Uh, buy it, <laughs> bitch. <laughs>